Welcome back, welcome back to me and Mary Jane. Uh, I wanted to talk today about uh, this Netflix special about the Central Park Five. It's called uh, When They See Us. Being from New York, I know about the story. I was like, I was rather young when it came out, when everything happened. And uh, my grandmother always told us, stay out of Central Park, you know, like, she just don't go near Central Park. Stay out of there. That wasn't some place we went and hung out because of the Central Park Five. I don't know what it was like before then, but I know because of the Central Park Five, I was never allowed to go in there. Ever. Our grandmother wasn't having it. But uh, if you have a chance, it's on Netflix. You should check it out. It's a cool doc. It's, it's a cool series, and uh, it's a true story too. So. You know, uh, it's just about these kids that uh, went to the park, <clears throat> went to the park doing being kids. You know, doing kid stuff. A little mischievous at times, and uh, basically were accused of raping and killing this lady. And it was sad because it happened like in one part of the park. And the kids were in the uptown side where, like, it starts to become black. starts to turn into Harlem, and it's not Manhattan. And they didn't even focus on the other end. And the real killer walked through the park with her headphones on and a bloody shirt with her blood all over all over him. And it was ridiculous, man. It was, it was sad how they treated them guys. And... So I say that to say, now, this, now that the story's out, there's a Netflix story about it, right? It's a Netflix show about it. And it's funny, man. It is funny as hell. You remember when Netflix was just for Netflix and chilling? Like, I don't think nobody even have sex and, and put Netflix on anymore. Like, this shit is crazy. Anybody, anytime they put out a Netflix special about anything, somebody go to jail. Like, now the lady... She didn't resign from her job, and she's losing all type of endorsements because she wrote all type of books about it after it happened, and you know, so now they're not believing her. They're, they're, you know, the narrative has changed on it now, so everybody's coming after her now. They all want her head, and it's funny. I'm like, man, all it took was a fucking Netflix special. That's all it took. <laughs> like Netflix is a motherfucker. God damn. But yeah, man, it's a real like, it's a real sad story, man. One of the dudes, Corey, he goes through the worst of it because at the time everybody else was juveniles, so they started in juvenile facilities and then gradually went to adult facilities when they got a certain age. He had he was sixteen, so him being sixteen in New York, you, you they'll try you as an adult, so. I know from personal experience, being 16, you will get sent to county and shit. These are some of the biggest 16-year-olds you've ever seen in your life. You'd be in there looking like, God damn, how the fuck did he get so big? Like, I'm at the time when I went, I probably was 16. I probably was barely like 5'10". I'm 6'4 now, so... Back then, I was barely out of the fives. And man, every it seemed like every dude in there was 16 and 6'2", 6'3", 2 and some change. Like, it wasn't too many small dudes in there. 
So when this dude gets sentenced and he goes to the penitentiary, he goes to adult jail. Like, they send him to adult jail. There, there wasn't no, like, oh, yeah, we're going to put you on the kiddie side. And nah, uh-uh. They only had adolescents and Rikers, which is like a county jail. Man, they showed what he went through, man. That was horrible, man. I fell for that dude. It's crazy, man. Like, he... It was so bad for him, man. He spent most of his years in solitary. Because every time he left, they tried to wipe. It was white inmates that were trying to kill him. And it's crazy, man. I don't want to tell y'all too much, man. You got to watch the documentary. It's on Netflix. You check it out. You know, it's a good look. If you're bored, if you're, if you're inquisitive, or just one of those people that don't believe the American justice system can be corrupt, you should check it out. You know, it's a dope story. But now, the lead, uh, I was about to say lawyer. <laughs> the lead prosecutor on the case, the lady I was mentioning before, um, she she's facing all types of backlash now. And before that, mind you, this happened in 1989. The trial went into like 92, I think, or 90 or something. It might have been quicker than that. Like it might have been all in the same year, but I'm I'm thinking it it was it was only went into the next year. So ninety. Nineteen ninety they got convicted, right? They got out in two thousand and two. Like the case was overturned in two thousand and two. It is twenty nineteen. And a documentary just came out about them. Like they just won their lawsuit in 2012. That's crazy. It took them fucking 10 years to be like, all right, we did y'all wrong. Let's give y'all some money. And they ain't even give them, like, they gave them a sizable amount. But I don't think that's what they were going for because they were all trying to get individual what they got as a collective. So as a whole, they got, I believe it was $43 million or $41 million. So they got $41 million as a whole. And it's five of them to split between the five of them. And they still got, they, they, they said they had to pay their lawyer fees and their own court fees because the state didn't pay for it, which usually happens. If you ever see somebody win like a lawsuit against the state or something like that, so they don't have to pay them such a large amount of money, they'll pay their lawyer fees and their court fees. They'll tell them, okay, we'll waive your court fees and pay your lawyer fees. And, you know, it's taken care of. And, they, you know, they usually get a less, smaller amount of money. And I guess probably because they got such a sizable amount, they didn't do that. But even so, it's like, bro, you these men went in jail at, like, 14, 15. I think the youngest was, the youngest was 13. So they all went to jail young. They got out as grown men. Most of them got out 27, 28. You know, one got out, went back in because he couldn't get a job because of what he was what he was charged for. Nobody would hire him, so he started selling drugs. So it's like they messed up their lives. Like, dude came home and couldn't do anything. The others, you know, they found their way. But life ain't as easy it is. Life ain't as easy for everybody. You know, some people, they adjust, they breeze through life. And some people struggle. You know, that's just the way it is. It's peaks and valleys, ups and downs. 
you got to keep going. But at that time, their relevance in New York was back again. Like, even though they were exonerated and they were innocent, it took some time. Like, it took some time because I think, like, they all got paroled early, right? They got paroled before... Before 2002, I can't remember what year it was. So they get paroled, and a few of them get paroled. The one dude, Corey, never got paroled. Corey stayed in jail the whole time. The other four, they got paroled. And one out of the four, he goes back to jail. The other three were struggling to find jobs, struggling to live. You know, like, they were. it was just hard for them. It was so hard for those dudes. And, like, man, to screw their life up like that and just not give them whatever the fuck they want, <laughs> man, bro. And that won't even make it right. You know how many years? You know, you know what they missed out on? Like, what? <sighs> Felt for them dudes, man. I don't know, man. You just got to be safe out there if you're black, Hispanic, Latino, or should I say a minority, period. Just be careful, man. Like, even white people, be careful. I'm not racist. I'm just saying. I'm a minority, so I've been through it. I've been through the, the false accusations and the, hey, you fit a description. Like, you should never, ever, ever admit to anything. Ever ever admit to anything if you didn't do it. Shit, even if you did it, don't admit. They're interrogating you. First thing you should do is ask for your lawyer. Like, these kids' rights were super violated. Like, I'm talking, they beat them up and then had, and then coerced them into saying stuff that they wanted them to say. Which actually helped them because it left holes in the, 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 the story to actually bring it together. But, you know, it drew so much attention that they were going to jail regardless. It didn't matter, the holes, it didn't matter. They were going to jail regardless. It had gotten bigger than them and the police. It kind of got, like, to, like, a political level where, you know, people were fucking, like, that lady, I can't remember this prosecutor's name. Like, she made her, her name off of that case, you know, like, she... She got stripes because of that case. Like, she moved up. The detectives that were on that case, they all moved up. Like, so a lot of people advanced off these guys' backs, man. And I don't know. Now that that Netflix documentary is out. <laughs> Ooh, it's hella pay. So if you got a chance, check it out. This is us. Shit, this has been Mo. It's me and Mary Jane. I'm out. Keep smoking.